Bay Shore, New Jersey, the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, this is the Rebel Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman Jayas, somewhere in the South. And this is episode 381, do or die time, baby. Yeah, JJ, baby. JJ's in not only the South, Southern Hemisphere, he's on a uh, vegan vision quest in the uh, the outback of Australia. So yeah. that's, that's why he has not been here for... Well over a month now, I think so. And uh, Truman and I, our schedules don't always mesh. So here we are. We got it working tonight. Well, the problem is, there all these games have just been crushed into like yes. a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's so much to catch up on. If you miss one week, there we have three games. Yes, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do apologize, but it's just it's it's just hard. It's been it's very it difficult. Is. It is. Uh, I do have one little funny story about soccer. That uh, doesn't have to do with the Red Bulls from this past weekend. On uh, Halloween uh, afternoon, early afternoon, I went and saw my fiance's nephew's soccer game. He's like six. And uh, I will say, like, tactical display, uh, obviously non-existent in this, uh, in this, in this age group. Uh, some kids seem to just have, like, a basic idea of what they're supposed to be doing. But the best was there was this one kid. He had, like, no teeth, like, you know, that age of six. And he's just prancing around on the field with his big ass grin on his face. Ah, he was an absolute joy to watch. I got to say that much. It was uh, my first real, besides being a terrible referee when I was twelve, my first uh, real experience with youth soccer in a very long time. So I definitely appreciated it. <laughs> you weren't screaming like, "Get back! Hold! Hold your shape! Hold your shape!" <laughs> like he's offsides. What are you You're, doing, push nine? Up, push up! Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was pretty much, uh, I was just enjoying the uh, the joy that I saw in the field, for sure. Uh, all right, well, that was my fun little uh, anecdote for the day, so let's get right into the game. So, uh, we're just going to lump them all together. Uh, first game that we did not cover yet was a 2 nothing win out in Columbus, or 2-1 win, sorry, 2-1 win out in Columbus. Uh, kind, of, kind of a surprise uh, win there, because don't always do so well in uh, Columbus. Then, despite riding hot, they went down to D.C. and laid an egg, uh, losing zero, uh, 1-0. Uh, maybe not an egg, but maybe a typical control of the game, but complete inability to score, because that's what they do. And they round out this three-game series uh, this past Saturday at uh, Red Bull Arena with a 1-0 win against uh, Miami. So, before we get into what we think, what did you all think? Truman... What do our tweets say? My God. Well, there's thankfully that you guys didn't go crazy, which I guess is good because we wouldn't be able to read them all. Uh, I will say Ruchesco's tweet. I could say it about the, the game against Cincy or this week. Are we hard for Gerhard yet? <laughs> Not yet. You, you get us in the playoffs. Maybe we'll get a little more excited. He sure loves his puns. Uh, at Red Coach Jay Jeremiah said, you Yearwood needs to be talked about more for his influence on this approved run. The midfield has been drastically improved. Clamala bailed himself out from the miss with the assist. That was, of course, the assist on the Sean Nealis game in Columbus. I'll admit I didn't expect the win after they gave up the goal. Looks like growth. I agree because they hadn't won in Columbus in a very long time. And when you miss a PK, that is just when you foresee doom. Mm-hmm. That is when you had it in your hands, you know, and you're like, it just it just rips you apart. Um, so definitely, like, that was quite the shocking win. Uh, so let's see, and then we'll get back into the D.C. game. Um, AC Milan Siempre said, 
Uh, Sean Davis was gassed out. Barlow was always a non-existent. I mean, why do we even talk about Tom Barlow anymore? Yeah, than seriously. Yeah. Uh, Tonino M said, lose 6 nothing to NYCFC, win one nothing to Red- the Red Bull. Sounds about right. They really deserve to make the playoffs. I'll chip in some money for a real forward. And then uh, at Sapobola said, fuck it, I'll play for Barlow. Why not? <laughs> Can't get worse, right? Absolutely. And then uh, Charlie Ray said, Kyle Duncan not tracking back, casually jogging is infuriating. Um, we should mention this is all, we're all very upset uh, over a game that they just only gave up one goal early yeah. in the game. Um, it's, it's DC. It raises emotions. <laughs> yep. And then after the last minute Fabio winner, Ruschesco did come back with us for from hashtag Uber for Struber to hard for Gerhard in six weeks. So he's covering <laughs> all the hashtags for us. He's, he's got all the puns, Ruschesco. Yes, he does. So many. Uh, all right. Well, thank you always uh, for your tweets. So um, let's dive right into this one. Uh, so Truman, no, what did you, let's start negative. What did you dislike about these three matches? I think the biggest thing really with the loss to DC is that they, they had so much control. They, they really dominated the game. They gave up a pretty early goal in the first half. Um, and they just couldn't get back into it because again, DC was a team to be had much like the Kansas city chiefs last night were there to be had by the New York giants. You knew had it, you, you, you could have come out of there with a result. And they just couldn't do it. They just couldn't get a point. I thought a point mm-hmm. would be a little bit more helpful in the standings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but DC is not a place where they're afraid to play anymore. Mm-hmm. I think ever since the playoff win at RFK, they're no. not scared to play there. And the no. results have showed they've they've gotten many results down in DC. And that was the kind of game where they should have had it. They should have they should have gotten a point. They definitely could have had a win. Um, maybe a little bit of fatigue from that win in Columbus took a little bit of life out of them. Uh, but I thought they still played a good game. It's just like you expect more when you're that hot and to lose in D.C. Um, one nothing after an early goal. It's just, just kind of a little frustrating there. Yeah, no, I think it's a, and it's a dislike that's in many ways has been echoed throughout this entire season. And it's the lack of goal production and specifically there in D.C. They controlled significant portions of that match just after they went to goal down, like you said. And uh, they just couldn't put one at home. I mean, if somebody in Austria or whoever isn't noticing that they need reinforcements on the wing. Maybe he can get by with Kamala as striker. If he has a little more support, I don't know. Um, Fabio, despite what just happened, I'm hoping he's one and done here in, in uh, Harrison. Uh, but I mean, that that's the big thing. I mean, the, then the big question is, are they actually going to spend this summer? And, you know, they certainly have shown an unwillingness to do so. Uh, the past few years, but uh, it really does feel like maybe they're a piece or two away from being truly a very competitive team, and they just need more offensive firepower on this squad. I mean, defense, uh, shockingly, doing very well, considering all the injuries. I mean, you figure Aaron Long is coming back, but who the hell knows? I mean, he might be at, I think he's over the age of 25, so, you know, that's the Red Bull cell number. So who knows if he'll be back, but, I mean, if he probably goes to Europe, good for him. Um uh, but you're doing well with Nealis. You're doing well with Tom Ed- Tom Edwards, of all people back there. You've, even Reyes has been pitching it lately. So, I mean, that it's quite clear this team needs more offensive firepower. It's just up for Red Bull Global to actually open up the checkbooks for, uh, for the first time in, what, five, six, seven years. So we'll see what happens. All right. So what did you like about these these matches? Let's just record. Let's just hit play from every episode we've played recently. Talk about the defense. Talk about the goalkeeping. 
Again, it's been their strength this entire run. Uh, really the strength, again, I'm just repeating myself again through the entire season. They're not giving up goals. Mm-hmm. Again, these three games, they gave up two goals total. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were both on the road. So you give up a goal each on the road and you still get three points out of one game. Like you said, they're playing with they're playing without Aaron Long. They're playing with guys we thought were going to be there that are not, and it's it's a bunch of people stepping in. Maybe the the the, the Gerhard system is coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we hope. Um, but of course, you and I are going to get worried because they're going to play really well, and then they'll just sell all these guys off, and they'll go to of Austria, and they'll go to Germany, and they'll even go to Brazil and everywhere else, and maybe they'll go to Formula One, the Formula One team, or you know, Flugtag or something. They'll just make them go elsewhere. Uh, but right John, now, again, John's talking in F1 all of a sudden. You're like, Whoa. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you can try Kayas, huh? <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's it's the thing that's been keeping them in every single game is this defense is playing, I mean, absolutely outstanding. Uh, yes, defense wins championships. I don't know if it wins championships if you have to play the Revs, if you get in the playoffs, because uh, you'll probably have to score a couple goals there to beat that team, especially up in Foxborough. Um, but right now, this might be the formula to get them into the playoffs. Uh, my playoff prediction, uh, they they win the title on strong defense, and Tom Barlow scores a hat trick in the final. <laughs> there you go. That's my prediction. Uh, I'm going to kind of build on that a little bit. Just simply say that Carlos, Carlos Coronel, again, uh, you know, we shit on him early in the season and he came up strong again. I mean, early in the match against Miami, Miami got a great look in on goal and Coronel made the save. Uh, Rebel could have been down one nothing early. It could have been a different story for sure. I mean, it was a slog of a game. There's no question mm-hmm. about that. Not an exciting one. Um, but, you know, considering how hard it was for them to score a goal, if they had given that one up early, they could have been walking away with a point. It could have been a different game. They may have walked walked away with none. So instead, that save from this three-game, and that allows this three-game stretch to be uh, six points, where I think if they got two draws on the road and went home, that would have been five, and we would have been fine with that. So, you know, in the end, they did better than what would have been fine, So despite the loss. So uh, I'm going to cast off to Carlos Coronel. Um, that'll be my like of the week. Uh, so afterthoughts, any afterthoughts in these three games? I mean, yeah, like we said, if, if this was a team that they were building to go in the next, at least two years, right? Maybe they get two more years out of this lineup. You'd feel really positive. I think getting into the playoffs would be great. You, like you said, they somehow Red Bull miraculously brings in some kind of real DP, um, to really shore up some goal scoring. And then they could be an actual contender, uh, Losing Caden Clark isn't looking completely detrimental, although he was completely in, all in on that Fabio goal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we don't really know what to make of him anymore, right? He he was uh, the Wonder Kid, should I say yeah. the Wonder Kid, right? I'll reference Ted Lasso again. Uh, the Wonder Kid early on um, had an appendectomy, right, or whatever the right it was, whatever it was, and he. Yeah. Barely existed for a while. He comes back into this game and really helps them to win. Um, but I think losing him might not be as detrimental as we thought. I mean, you know, the, the goal where he was, you know, his assist on Fabio kind of just showed what he's capable of, you know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, yes, I agree. It might not be as detrimental, but the way he's played I also would not be shocked if he gets loaned back. Uh, I mean, I would not be shocked if he's, if he's not actually gone, because I, I just don't see him walking into the lineup in Leipzig. 
they may decide to then put him in Salzburg instead for a little more seasoning instead of bringing him back here. But um, so that should be it. But I, yeah, I think there's a core here. I, I think they have a core. As long as they don't say, oh, we can make money on this one, this one, this one, and ship them all off this offseason, I think there is something to build on. I think we are seeing that right now. Or the uh, Wiki Carmona, uh, Caspers is playing again, playing well again. Drew Yearwood's playing well, although he's still not worth designated player money, but what are you going to do? Uh, Kamala is okay. Again, not worth designated player money, but okay. Uh, maybe they can buy those downs with Gam and Tam and all those crazy fucking roster rules. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, there's a core uh, that they can potentially build on. It's just that Rebel actually has to commit to building on it, uh, which they have not shown the desire to do, I would say. Um, I'll, I'll say I'll, I was going to say this just real quick with Patrick Clamal. I know we're kind of uh, ripping him. I mean, he's right. He's not really worth the money that he's getting. I think you and I can agree on this. But I mean, yeah, if his salary were lower, I'd be like, okay. Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, the good part of it, though, uh, the two games that they won, he was in on both goals. So that is good to see. He didn't yeah. score them, uh, but he did get assists on them. So that at least he's still involved in those plays, which is fantastic. He's not terrible. He, he's not a terrible player. He's, I think he's progressed over the season. It's just, you know, when you're, when you're using a designated player slot, you want that guy to be game in, game out. Right. Complete and utter The difference. guy. The yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess my only other afterthought was at the Miami game. I wore David S. Pumpkin's outfit to the game. Uh, and most of the compliments I got were from youths who did. I think they were just like, whoa, that suit's so awesome, dude. I don't think they understood the reference at all. But at least one oh. person, at least one person said, David S. Pumpkins. So I got one shout out. Specifically you, just, for. you just pose at him, you know. Say, how's, how's, it <laughs> how's it hanging? How's it hanging? So. Yeah, it was good times, good times. All right, prediction standings again. Jay, the math guy, but he's on his vision quest, so. I'm winning. I'm it's sure, fine. I'm sure Truman's running away with it, uh, I, you know, uh, so I'm not really going to worry about it too much. Uh, but we have two games coming up. Uh, first one is uh, big big playoff implications here. Uh, with the team just a few points behind against Atlanta United at home this Wednesday night, tomorrow night, uh, maybe two nights, depending on when you're wearing reading this or listening to this. Uh, it's at 7.30 p.m. It will be on MSG Plus and MLS Live. Uh, Jay has predicted a one nothing win. Truman, what do you think will happen tomorrow? Oh, boy. This is the game they have to, have to, have to win. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's not get a point. This is the game they have to go all out for. You do not want to go into Nashville needing to win a game, needing to get no. a result out of it. This is the game you – I mean, you win this game, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. You're in no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, you dominate. You know, you pretty much dominate Atlanta for the most part since their existence, except for the playoffs. So we won't talk about the playoffs anymore. <laughs> uh, but aside from that regular season, the Red Bulls are very good, no matter who's on the field for this team. They have to have that mentality. They have to come out firing. They have to dominate this game. They have to wear out Atlanta in the second half. Those little keys to success for this team is wearing a team down. Um, that's pretty much how they beat Columbus was just wearing Columbus down into a fine nub and scoring that game winner. Uh-huh. I know the fans aren't going to really be there tomorrow tonight. Cause it's, it's just, it's Wednesday and it's November and it's the red bulls and everything else involved. That being said, you, you have to win. I'm going to say two, nothing. This is, it's, it's a must win. It's absolutely must win. 
Um, you get this, you feel good about yourself. And then I don't know what you could end up doing in Nashville, but you got to win this game. Um, yeah, no, 100%. I mean, winning you're in. And Nashville is an extremely tough team, a tough out right now. I believe they're still very defensively sound. Uh, so you do not want to go down there and getting any points whatsoever. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, Rebels come out hot. Get the goal. Uh, I would like to agree with Jay, but just on the like real crazy um, belief that somehow I can come back and win this fucking thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say three nothing. Uh, they're gonna have a goal explosion uh, this week, and uh, hopefully, I will see that title belt at the end of the season. But highly unlikely. You'll see it if you want to come to my house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, shut it'll, up. It'll be on display. <laughs> All right, next game up is uh, Nashville, as we just said, away. It is Sunday, November 7th at 3.30 p.m. It will be on ESPN, the main network, competing against the New York Giants. Might as well watch soccer because there's nothing worth watching with the New York Giants. God, no. Uh, predictions, uh, Jay has predicted a 2-1 to loss. Uh, Truman, what do you think will happen against Nashville? I'm just going to say a scoreless draw because we really don't know what's going to happen in this game. We don't know how Nashville will be positioned at that point will results move them up in the playoffs, right? We just don't know. Uh, so scoreless draw is my, who the F knows score. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I too think, uh, you know, it, I'm kind of with Jay. I think it's going to be a loss. Um, but again, I need to get points here. So I'm going to go with a two nothing win. Rebels get six points out of these next two games. Go flying up the standings for the uh, MLS Cup playoffs. Uh, more favorable draw. It's going to happen, baby. I'm a believer in, in Gerhard. I'm hard for Gerhard, as that guy said. 100%. That would be insane, huh? Six points in the last two games? Yeah, that'd be nuts, yeah. And then, like, it would be just, we'd be the story, just like every year when some team just comes surging up out of nowhere oh, uh, at the end of the season. That'd be a beautiful thing, right? Could you imagine going to the Foxborough and beating them? As, they, as they've done to us in the playoffs so many times in our building, so many times. Yeah, that'd be a beautiful thing. I would make sure I was in that. I was at Gillette for that. I would right. make sure. Yeah. Um, New York Red Bull 2, they finished their season. Uh, they played two games since we last recorded. They lost uh, to Miami FC 2 nothing, and they beat Luton United 4-2-1 to finish out the season. Uh, Gotham FC report, what do you got? In the playoffs, playing Chicago, uh, they will then, I believe, face the Portland Thorns if they get past Chicago. And as I tweeted, if you didn't see our tweet, um, a guest of the podcast many, many, many years ago, Karina LeBlanc, mm -hmm. uh, Canadian national team, former Canadian national team player, uh, she has been named the general manager of the Portland Thorns. So congratulations to her. It was a very nice guest, very nice person. Um, best of luck to you, except for if Gotham plays you in the playoffs, then no luck to you. Yeah, no luck. We wish you nothing. So, but and Carly Lloyd scored in her last game, go, uh, game at uh, Red Bull Arena. Gotta love that. And go they had it. a nice TIFO. Go check out the TIFO. That it was really awesome. So, yeah. yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, that brings us to dumping ground. Um, only thing I can think of is that the you know uh, Christian Pulisic played today. Uh, came off the bench for Chelsea. So. That leaves, up hoping, leaves out hope that he will play uh, in the next World Cup qualifiers, which are very important since one is at home against Mexico. And speaking of Mexico, 
They have received yet another two-game fan ban for the continued use of the chant. The good news is one of those games uh, will be at home, at in Mexico against the United States. So oh, that, no. Yeah, oh. That eliminates a very big home field advantage for them. I mean, don't get me wrong, Azteca is still 7,000 feet in the air, still thin air, but you know, now I don't have to deal with Mexican fans uh, while we're playing the game. So, And also... Come on. How are we not eliminating this fucking chant already? I know. I know. It's, and maybe, it's, just, it's Mexican team fans. It's just uh-huh. their fans. They're just the worst. Yeah. It's just like enough already. I mean, and also, I mean, I'm glad we're not going to be playing in front of their fans. But I almost feel like there's got to be a stronger punishment this time around. But, eh, of course, that's not going to happen. You start docking them points, right? Yeah. Then you see what happens. Mm-hmm. That that's the only way you solve it is 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 taking points away. Pretty much. Um, now, does that mean that away fans are also banned? Clo- I closed doors. Believe so. Yes. So that is the unfortunate thing. So if you're a U.S. fan and you booked your ticket for Azteca to sit up there in the upper deck with the outlaws, I think you're out too. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer because that's I know a lot of friends who love that trip, love going down to Mexico City. They love. They love the atmosphere as crazy as it is, and they fear for their lives just getting in and out of the building. But the rest of the trip, I always hear is fantastic. They love being in Mexico City. It's a great time. Um, but that is a bummer. That that that's that's kind of the the shitty part. Yeah. Uh, and then our home game against them, I believe, is in Cincinnati at their new uh, stadium. It, it is in the new stadium in Cincinnati. Uh, hopefully, there aren't too many uh, Mexican Americans living in the Cincinnati area, unless they're Mexican Americans. Root the good old U.S. of A. Uh, yeah, that's want okay. that to... we'll, we'll allow that. That's yeah, okay. that will allow. That's okay. Yeah, it's because uh, we definitely don't want uh, we want Cincinnati to be as much a home field advantage as Columbus has been all those years for sure. Yeah. Maybe that's the trick is Ohio and Kansas City, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are the places we just got to keep. We can't put in the big cities because they yeah. won't be outnumbered. But you put them in those little tiny Midwest towns. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, we're gonna play USA Mexico at Red Bull Arena. Like oh god damn it! Like what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> Uh, anything else for the dumping ground? Yeah, the Giants are terrible. Yeah, um, the Jets are mostly terrible, uh, aside from Mike White's big game. Uh, <laughs> still terrible. The game last night, I, I just, you know, when the Chiefs have the ball on their last drive, I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna go upstairs and turn on the TV and lay in bed and weep as the as Daniel Jones gets sacked on yeah. third down. You just saw it coming. Uh, I did watch it on the Eli Payton broadcast. I watched the whole game. My guess was they were going to get blown out. So I'm like, let me just put the fun broadcast on so I can yeah. enjoy myself with Strahan and John Stewart was on and uh, the, the Josh Allen was on, Michael Irvin was on. So it was it was a fun broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, it's just they just kill you. Yeah. Night in and night out, they just they just tear your soul away. Yeah. Fire Dave Gettleman already, Jesus. Guy couldn't even pull off a trade today. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, uh, and then Joe Judge had to march out there at four o'clock, give a press conference saying, "Like, oh, we just made the decisions that was uh, with our future in mind." What future does Evan Ingram have in New York? Right. None. 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 No one wanted him, probably. Yeah. If you get a seventh round pick, fuck it. You know. Yeah. I mean, he, he, no future here. <sighs> Giants. Oh God! I hope John Mara actually does something. I'm pretty much convinced Gettleman will be back because in the next year he'll draft the Navy quarterback to run the option, and he'll draft Saquon Barkley again just to prove he was right. <laughs> Saquon Barkley has like a, like a brother, like a two year younger brother. He'll come up. Yeah, 
And uh, he gets hurt on the first run of the season, too. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that brings it to my betting corner. Um, I am going to skip the Wednesday games. I'm just going to go to next week. And I say Columbus beats Chicago. I say Nashville beats us. (laughs) And I say New England beats Miami, even though they have nothing to play for. Because why not? That's my three-team parlay. All right. Well, that brings us to Truman's terrible team of the week. You know, I didn't want to bring this one up, and maybe I won't, because really, you can't hide the fact that blue team shellacked DC six nothing. Mm-hmm. You just can't hide that fact. Nah. But it's so hard to give them credit. But that is an embarrassing, embarrassing well, te- game to lose. Technically, you're giving DC credit for sucking. You're not giving That's blue fair. team credit for being doing anything that's fair so i will say that nashville also beat cincinnati six to three mm-hmm. so there's that right we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have that as the official one because i refuse to give blue team any credit sorry <laughs> blue mini mike i just i just don't have it in me i just don't i'm, I'm sorry man all right well all right then that but wraps it up for us uh you can give us that money on patreon.com slash rebel rant email us at rebel rant at gmail.com uh, give us a call on the phone number that I'm pretty sure we don't check anymore. 973-345-329. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Rebel Rant. Twitter at Rebel Rant. Jayzak, Dr. Stu. Truman's at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Last words before we get out of here. So we have, let me just wrap this up. Wednesday, Red Bulls. Thursday, Jets, right? Yep. Do we have Rutgers on Saturday? Yes, we do. Rutgers on Saturday, Giants on Sunday, Red Bulls on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Five games. How many realistically do you think we win out of five? One. And that'd be tomorrow night. <laughs> One game. So no hope in any of the other games. Uh, no. who's, who's Rutgers playing? Wisconsin. The Ruck- Wisconsin's terrible this year, though. Uh, they've been surging lately. Is the game at home? Yes, I believe so. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pat my my Shiano bobblehead that Jay gave me at work. I'm gonna on Saturday. I'm just gonna tap him on the head. Bring some luck. I say we're gonna win five games. I think we're gonna go two wins, two losses, and a draw. How does that sound? Two wins, uh, two losses, and a draw. That zero zero draw in Nashville, right? There you we go. Get a Red Bulls win. Uh, we got a Rutgers win, and we got some quality two NFL losses. Uh, I think that's how we're gonna we're gonna end up. But hey, that being said, you guys are listening, right? You just want to talk about the Red Bulls. That's all we want. That's what we need. This is the team that needs to get in the playoffs. The other teams mm-hmm. don't stand a fucking chance. All right? Yeah. It's the Red Bulls. Get your shit together, Klamala. Don't miss penalty kicks anymore. All right. That's one and done. That's it. That's your only miss you're allowed to have the rest of the season. I want Tom Barlow. Peter Crouch-esque scissor kicks into the goal. I want it all this weekend. I need the Red Bulls to come out firing in all six cylinders, blah, blah, blah. You know, every catchphrase. Get out there, kick some ass, and win. Technically, the, the uh, Rutgers does have uh, postseason hope if they win two more games. So just uh, so they're still right, in it, okay. too. But. Pinstripe Bowl, baby. Let's do it. Go to Yankee Get back Stadium. that pinstripe, pinstripe Bowl. Damn right, baby. All right, well, for Jay Truman and myself, this has been episode 381 of the Rebel Ramp Podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and 
Let's go, Rebels. Goodbye. Are you rah, rah, are you rah, rah?